Let's Talk Crypto with Gabrielle Haynes. Hello, we're on with Chris, a crypto content creator. I'm excited to talk to him today about his project and uh, his views on the crypto landscape. How are you doing today, Chris? I'm good, man. I'm good. How, how are you doing? I'm good. Thank you for joining me today. So um, you kind of came up on my maybe my YouTube, my Twitter, I don't know, but I, I saw some of your, I think it was the Alchemix video with the boat. Mm, that was a pretty yeah. nice one. Um, I like, I liked your editing style. It's very fun, fluid, creative. I like that a lot. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm excited to talk to you. Appreciate that, man. Yeah. I was going to ask how you like found my channel, but yeah, probably through the Alchemix uh, video. Cause that went kind of crazy on Twitter for a little while, but yeah, glad you like it, man. So tell me a little bit about yourself. Where are you from and uh, what were you doing before crypto? Yeah, uh, so I'm, I'm living in the D.C. area. Uh, what I did before crypto, I graduated with a computer science degree, actually uh, worked in uh, the whole software engineering space for like a year. Didn't like that office life at all. Um, left it, did my own thing, entrepreneurial stuff that I don't want to like bore you guys with. but. Um, I got into crypto like the first time I found out about Bitcoin was like 2013. My brother put me on and that was like right before the Silk Road stuff happened. So I remember I was in like my uh, my freshman college dorm room trying to set up a Diablo miner on my like Toshiba laptop to mine Bitcoin, but that didn't work out. <laughs> so I kind of forgot about it. And I mean, it was like 13, 20 bucks at the time. So I was like, you know, nobody expected what would happen. So I forgot about it until like 2016, maybe when it started kind of, you know, popping off quite a bit and getting above that $1,000 level uh, solidly. And in about like 2017, like right before that, like crazy bull run started, um, I, I got financially invested for the first time um, myself because like in 2014, my brother and I actually bought like a quarter million amount of doge coins which funny story that they would actually be worth like i don't know like two hundred thousand dollars today but um they were unfortunately in a cryptsy the exchange called cryptsy which went under and we lost them for good so yeah that's that's a fun story to tell uh, it's about like a quarter million that we lost but um would have been a doge millionaire yeah man <laughs> Uh, I'm not, I'm not tripping too much. Cause I, I doubt I would have held until like 70 cents, you know, but yeah, for sure. Uh, regardless <laughs> in like 2017 is like when I started actually buying crypto and that's where the whole journey started. And yeah. So what kind of, what, I mean, your brother drew you in, but yeah. I think you've gotten a little bit more involved recently or, oh yeah. I, yeah. so what, yeah, what so, go ahead. Um, yeah, my brother, um, he was, I think he bought his first Bitcoin at like, it was definitely under a thousand dollars, like maybe 300, $500. And he still has it to this day. He's one of those people that is never going to sell. <laughs> um, he's good choice so far. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's done pretty good. He's done pretty good. Um, but I kind of, you know, got interested in the whole D5 movement. And I'm way more involved, uh, whereas my brother is just, you know, he's just like a hodler that is just going to hold for life. But yeah, uh, DeFi is really what kind of, you know, opened my eyes and changed everything for me because, 
I mean, I'm sure you know how crazy of a space it is. And that's uh, what kind of inspired me to start um, my YouTube channel. So my YouTube, I didn't even mean to start it. It was like an accident. Like it was just so exciting, like to, you know, explore DeFi that I was like, I'm just gonna, I have to share it with people. Like this stuff is just, it's like a diary of my like mind blown moments in DeFi. Like that's, that's what my YouTube channel is. Yeah, I um, I definitely understand that. That's 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 an interesting perspective. The reason I started, I mean, with the the videos and everything, was kind of you you learn and explain, and I think by by explaining you you learn faster because one hundred percent. First, you have to understand it, but second of mm-hmm. all, if you make a mistake, there's gonna be a hundred comments like. Bro, you're an idiot. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. there's that aspect of of learning by teaching, um, which is definitely what you're doing. You're doing education, um, yeah, yeah, breaking down the the seemingly uh, complicated stuff into much more digestible, fun like pieces. So that's, uh, that's exactly my goal. Yeah. Yeah, very cool. And uh, by the way, I'm getting a little scared here. I, I think you're gonna pass me in followers somehow. You're you're blowing up over here. I, I don't oh, know what's Twitter. going on. <laughs> you, I thought you were 2,000 like last week. I could have sworn, but now you're already at over 6k. So, uh, oh, actually, I was at 1,500 yesterday. No <laughs> way. Six, Are you serious? Yesterday? Today. Yeah. Yeah. What um, the hell? Y- yeah, shout, get on out that to, juice. <laughs> shout out to CJ from the Wealth Squad, man. I had a long talk with him and he's like uh, really established, like multimillionaire in the uh, dividend investing world. And I kind of just blew his mind with DeFi, man. And we connected and he was like, he just told his audience about me. And they, um, as you see, they're just flocking in. I'm just, you know, glad we had that talk because he, he's responsible for that crazy four or 5,000 followers that I got overnight. So that's incredible. Good, good for you. Keep up, keep it up, man. Keep it up. You're yeah. shooting, you're <laughs> shooting for the moon here. That's awesome. Yes, um, so what does your background with um, video editing? Because I mentioned several times you, you have very nice video editing. I think you do it yourself. And mm-hmm. um, it's, I, I personally, I make videos, but the editing I do is, much more limited because I don't like doing editing. It's annoying, Yeah, <laughs> but it seems no, like it, you have a passion for it. So no, I wouldn't say I have a passion. Um, it's yeah. Editing, man. It takes like, takes, it'll take me a whole 12 hour day to edit a video sometimes just on and off getting distracted. But um, I don't really have any background in video editing. I mean, I, I've, I've used final cut pro for maybe a couple of years now, just, you know, here and there making videos, but it's not too complicated. Like Final Cut Pro is pretty easy to use and like, it just takes time. Like, that's the thing. It's, it's not, I'm not, I'm not doing anything that's like crazy hard to do. Um, you know, maybe I'll Photoshop images to make, you know, give it a better touch, but yeah, I don't really have like a background in video editing or anything. Wow. Good. I mean, that's uh takes a lot of patience. I, I, I started making content like maybe two, three years ago. And mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't have any experience with editing and I just started doing it, you know, not anything yeah, so crazy, yeah. but just making cuts, some, you know, movements. Um, it's not that hard, but like you say, it's, 
it takes a long time. It's quite tedious. Yeah, no, for sure. Editing is 90% of the work, if not 95. So because I don't like editing so much, I just, first of all, I hired an editor, but I mm. basically make my videos in just one take. Like I just, Oh yeah. <laughs> and like, and, and that for me it works, but most, most video producers, most videos, it doesn't really work like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it's, it's not easy to do one takes, man. Like that's a special kind of talent as well. Like I wish I could do like a one take kind of deal, but yeah, not, not, not for me. Not for you. I got you. I got you. Cool. Um, so I'm curious in this, uh, in this learning, this teaching, I mean, you, you spoke to this, uh, this investor yesterday, you mentioned, mm -hmm. I mean, what is the thing that blew his mind? I'm just curious, like what, what did you explain right. to him and, and what, you know, interested him? Um, so I started like, um, basically we covered a lot of ground, man. Um, for, uh, and for those like listening, uh, we started at let's do defi.com, which is my website where I break everything down. Uh, like I say, it's like DeFi for grandmas because, um, you know, that's missing in the space, like really dumbed down explanations. And I'm sure, you know, like it's, the space is full of smart guys right now who don't really care to, you know, give like dumbed down explanations. And that's kind of stopping or halting the, you know, mass adoption, because if you follow one of these guys on Twitter, they're just talking like crazy, like three curve pools and all this, all these buzzwords that like most people don't understand. So that caught his attention. And that's why he reached out to me. So we just started with like, what decentralization is, right? Like, I think that's, that's the core um, term that you need to understand before dabbling in DeFi, because without it, you'll flock to things like Binance, Smart Chain, and think you're doing DeFi. But in reality, like, you know, the, the tech matters as much, as much as people will say, like, we don't care about the tech, we just want low fees, like, you know, then, then why are we like building a space? If, if that doesn't matter, like, we wouldn't be here. But people will realize that eventually. And I explained that to him. And I explained how Ethereum is like the global settlement layer. And then we got into like fund dApps like Aave, and I showed him some of my borrowing and lending that I'm doing on Aave. Um, and then I showed him like the pool together, no loss lottery. And it was just a lot of things that I was just showing him and explaining. And once you see it like in action, like you see somebody's account and you see like interest uh, compounding by the second, it just like, it makes it real. And it's, it's pretty mind blowing. So yeah, he was, he was pretty impressed that it was all just permissionless. He could send money to his MetaMask and just, immediately like deposit money and take out loans because he has like a $5 million stock portfolio and he's going to borrow against it. So he knows like the traditional finance, like all the BS you have to go through and like paperwork and all that stuff. And when I told him like, I can pull out a loan right now against my crypto portfolio, like in seconds without, you know, asking anybody, he was just like, he was, he was blown away. So it was, it was that, that kind of like, um, took him back. He's going to borrow against his equities. That's, um, I feel like that's not really a thing that most people could do. I guess yeah, at, yeah. Some, at some point, if you have enough money, then I guess that you get access to that. But in general, mm -hmm. it's not really a thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's pretty deep in the game. So I'm sure he, you know, he knows what he's doing. But like he said, like to understand how impactful DeFi is, 
you have to have run-ins with traditional finance and see like the pain of like a mortgage or dealing with, you know, banks and how annoying that can be. And I agree with him that that's when you truly see, you know, the, the power of decentralization. So yeah, it was, it was a combination of all that, that kind of blew his mind. Absolutely. Absolutely. The reason I ask is also, you know, obviously I talked to many people um, who are, don't know much about crypto and mm-hmm. i always want to know if there's like uh, an anecdote that you can say like or there's like some idea that you can convey to them and then just like they're like the light pops on you're like whoa i'm just wondering if 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 there was a specific moment where um this guy was like wow this is really cool or is just like everything um trying to think if it was just one moment but uh i i don't i don't know if it was one moment um i think it was just like the whole the whole call when it was like dap after dap that i'm showing him and telling him like his metamask is literally the master key to all of this and it took like the whole call for him to like put the pieces together you know because it's hard to like you can't explain define two and a half hours or whatever but like you once once you start like putting the pieces together at, at some point they're going to connect and that light bulb is going to go off and you're going to be like, Whoa. Right. So I think that's what happened when we talked. Yeah. hundred percent. So you kind of touched on this already, but what is the goal of your project? What is your project? I mean, you got a website, you got the YouTube, mm-hmm. I mean, you got your Twitter. So uh, what, what are you trying to do here? Um, I don't know if I have like a, if I started with like a set goal in mind, but basically, like I said, um, I just want to educate the masses, man. There's too many smart people in crypto that, you know, with all due respect to them, right. They're geniuses, programmers, engineers, finance, um, guys, but not many people know how to explain to like the average day person, right. When I make a video or when I'm writing up a guide on my uh, website, let's do defi.com I'm doing it. Uh, and I'm keeping like, my mom or my uncle in mind, like, will they be able to understand this, you know, and that's missing. So I I guess that's what I'm trying to do because, you know, it's definitely needed for like mass adoption. Um, You know, people are too busy trying to explain like what a smart contract is or all the podcasts or which are great. Uh, I love them. But, you know, if you're not a technical person, you're not going to understand most of the things they talk about. So, you know, the, the average person doesn't need to know what a smart contract is or they don't need to know what, you know, half the things that are being explained are. And, you know, that's kind of the route I'm going. I'm explaining like what you need to know, like your MetaMask, like your bank account. You know, I'm trying to dumb things down basically. And, and that that's the goal here. Who are some of the people that are doing a good job of this in your, in, in your, in your experience? Uh, as in like dumbed down education, just like in general. Who's making good content? Like from your perspective, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, well, I personally listen to the Bankless podcast with um, Ryan and David. That That's the only podcast I really listen to. Um, but yeah, they're, they're doing great work for, you know, the whole Ethereum and DeFi uh, movement for sure. And they're definitely, I think, the most, uh, the biggest in the game right now and well-deserved. So that, that that's the only people like I follow. Fair enough. Okay. Yeah. English. Fantastic. I think, yeah, for sure. 
for sure the biggest they definitely seem to have the biggest reach mm-hmm. at this yeah. at this point in time for sure um so tell me some of your favorite d apps what apps okay. are you you know what projects are you really liking we <laughs> we mentioned alchemix um, mm-hmm. someone buying a boat, which was a great video. I, I really like how you presented it. Um, yeah. but, uh, what else are you uh, playing around with? Um, so I think compound and Ave are definitely my favorites just because the whole, I think the lending and borrowing from a peer to peer aspect is what kind of, uh, that was my like aha moment in DeFi when I found out you could do like decentralized lending and borrowing. So those are the first ones that I've played with i deposited um money in and yeah those are those two i think are around to stay like for sure um but pool together is also really cool the no loss lottery also made a video about that um oh, there's just so many man but those those three are definitely you know of course there's like uniswap and sushi swap for like providing liquidity but uh as far as like providing liquidity i'm just I'm um, still iffy on the whole impermanent loss thing. So I've kind of stayed away from it, but I hear Bancor has like single-sided liquidity providing, which I'm probably going to get into. Um, but yeah, yeah, those are probably at the top of my list right now. Nice, nice. I like uh, Pool Together, especially because yeah, it's a great way to introduce people. It's a good first app to show exactly. people. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's it's very simple, like to understand, but it also shows something that you can't really access in traditional world, right? You, if you yeah. were entering the lottery, you pay for the entry, and you know the money's gone. But of mm-hmm. course, here it's slightly different, and uh, that I think it just opens your eyes to what's possible. Oh yeah, yeah. Layton and the team have done an incredible job, man. They're- He's so active, like in, and that's another thing about DeFi, like all of these founders of these multi-billion dollar protocols are like so accessible, right? Like in the discords, in the compound discord, like Robert's always in there, pulled together and Layton is so accessible. He's always in there. And, oh, uh, I forgot my, one of my favorite projects, which it's not a dApp, but uh, it's Decentral Games. It's, have you heard of Decentraland, the metaverse world? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so Decentral Games is basically like um, the main, like the main event in that world, right? They're a uh, decentralized metaverse casino, and in the form of a DAO, and um, they they have legit casinos inside Decentraland where you can gamble free money or play money, and they do events, and they have like I don't know if you've seen the video I did on them as well, but they're some of their casinos are broken down into NFT plots of land so that you can own a plot of land inside the casino and make like passive income from people gambling on your plot of land. So it's just, it's just insane. And yeah, that team is doing a hell of a job. So Decentral Games is probably like that passion project I have where like, you know, I want to contribute and it's just the most interesting, right? Because Aving Compound, it's like cool borrowing and lending, but Decentral Games, like the possibilities, um, are just endless in my opinion. So that's probably like my favorite project. I've never visited uh, or experienced Decentral Games. Mm-hmm. Um, so how how are you contri- how are you contributing, or you just want to contribute? How are you? I mean, uh, besides the video, of course. Uh, but yeah. uh, 
what what are you um, what are you doing over there uh so i would be like just being a part of like the community calls um i'm putting together like a marketing uh dashboard plan that hopefully the community can contribute to and just being active in the community like voting on proposals um giving ideas i also did like a like a giveaway with them where um so i did every retweet adds like a dollar to this yolo fund that i called and at the end of like um the seven day period i put all the money which was like a, a thousand bucks on like a game of roulette inside the casino and i gambled with it and i just gave away you know the remainder so just fun giveaways just just anything that i can do marketing wise you know i don't have i'm not like on the team or anything but um it's just fun being involved with the whole with the whole team and the whole movement there so is it fun to gamble at the virtual casino yeah yeah man it's addicting like especially like real money like with die or whatever you want to gamble with like once i once i did that once i was like playing blackjack and uh, roulette i was like yeah this 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 is gonna blow up in the future because i i don't see casinos competing with that like one you're in the metaverse where you can like literally click open your browser be around other people gamble with other people um it's just it's it's crazy it's crazy so um yeah that's pretty cool i definitely gotta check that out um i could see the appeal for uh i don't know poker players and stuff like that to have uh, an actual setting where you can you can sit down and i mean back in the day online poker used to be huge of course there was Mm -hmm. all these regulations and things Mm -hmm. but now we're gonna have these metaverse (laughs) uh casinos it's gonna be quite a quite a challenge to regulate them i would think so and the thing is um so decentral games even though it's a dow like the team they they are operating out of the uk and they have a gambling license so it's regulated in that way and it's it's all decentralized like the slot machines the roulette like all the math you can audit like you can audit the code so you know there's there's no casino or online casino where you can literally like peek behind the curtain and see that the odds are actually like you know good so just the fact that it's open like how how do you compete with that in the traditional you know gambling world i don't think you can do you spend a lot of time in the metaverse do you like play around in these not as much as i would like um definitely i, I will in the future um uh like the central games just doing so much fun stuff uh they had a, they recently had um a partnership with atari which atari opened a metaverse casino partnered with decentral games in decentraland so that was crazy i went to that launch got a free nft uh sweater got a couple of those and um yeah yeah i mean i've been in there quite a bit but not as much as i would like to and um decentraland is is not vr right that's the other Solen- solarium yeah uh not yet and my thing with vr is everybody i don't know if you've seen the movie ready player one i read I, I read the book yeah oh okay you know every i think everybody's hung up that the metaverse is this you know vr world where everybody will spend time in but i think 
like a 2D metaverse is probably better because I don't know if people can spend hours and hours in VR without getting like a headache or something. And like I have the Oculus Quest, so I know how awesome it is, but I just think it's it's way more accessible to everybody if it's not in VR. So I don't know if that narrative that the whole metaverse is going to be in VR is, you know, the correct one. So I don't know. So you're saying that it's not everyone is going to have the proper equipment. I mean, that's the issue. Not just that. It's like, I don't know if you've played VR, but staying on there for a couple hours can really like give you a headache or mm. mess up your, you know, some people get dizzy. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's just tough to like, you know, play for like two hours, let's say in VR, like it will, it will kind of like mess up your balance <laughs> almost. So. Yeah, I think I think the 2D metaverse is just as good. But I think Decentraland is working on um, on getting to VR, I think late this year or maybe early next year. So it'll happen eventually. Got you, got you. Um, so are you doing any any degen farming? What's your what are your <laughs> thoughts on on aping? Uh, I'm I'm doing a little bit, nothing too crazy. Um, like I just tweeted, I'm definitely staking my Alchemix for those triple digit, uh, APY gains. Um, as far as like anything crazy risky, um, no, I'm on, I'm on Ave, I'm on Ave Polygon, the, doing the, like the Matic, Matic rewards. And those are awesome. Um, it's actually really, really generous, uh, APYs, but yeah, I don't know if I'm doing anything quite degen, uh, I can pull up my zapper and check, but what <laughs> about right. you? That's all right. That's all right. Um, the, I, the problem is that it's, the gas is so high right now that it doesn't feel uh -huh. so good to be jumping around from place to place. Exactly, my, yeah. my general thing is that I'm probably, if I'm aping into something, then I, I got to expect that I'll be there in there for a month. Mm -hmm. So unless it's something that I like, think has potential i'm probably not gonna do it because at the like if you if you need to like farm and dump it's like very expensive it doesn't really work like unless you have like super a lot of money mm -hmm. um so yeah aping responsibly i think is the best way exactly yeah i'm definitely not like in any of those crazy you know 1000% apy or like those all the bsc farms that everybody's in like yeah when I'm farming, like I, I don't want to dump, it's because I believe in what I'm farming. So, yeah, definitely like Alchemix uh, is something that uh, I'm I'm not dumping, right? So, and I plan to stay on stay in uh, on the farm for more than a month. So, yeah, I wouldn't say I'm doing anything degen as of today. I got you. I got you. Well, maybe maybe you'll have some degen videos. How to degen with DeFi donuts in the future. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um, so what what do you think is what are some of the things that you're looking forward to? I mean, as far as getting more people involved in the space, what are the things that maybe we can help work on in order to, mm -hmm. you know, make it more accessible? Of course, content is very important, layer two is very important. Um, what what are some of the other things? Yeah. Um, from the technical side, um, I think layer two is very important and 
you know, the sooner we get people away from like, you know, the Binance chains of the world where, you know, it's the centralized DGEN stuff, like the better, um, you know, I'm, I'm certain, I mean, Ethereum's already scaling and, you know, Polygon, although it's not like a, a real layer two solution, it's, it's, I feel like it's the guilt-free uh, side chain that a lot of Ethereans are, don't mind using. So that's great. Like on Polygon, I'm paying like a fraction of a penny every transaction. So I'm loving it uh, while, you know, while we scale Ethereum. But what I'm looking forward to is just more people getting into the space uh, because like, like, for example, DAOs right now are, you know, mostly dominated by big players or the teams that own most of the governance tokens. So when we have like a lot of people being able to vote, I think that's when, you know, a lot of these projects are going to take on a life of their own. And that's when it gets interesting, right? Because right now, I think on Uniswap, for example, somebody was telling me how uh, the team had so many tokens that they're just, you know, they have majority control. And, you know, that that's not truly a DAO, even though Uniswap is great, is great and the team is obviously, you know, aligned in the right direction. But I think that's going to be fun when we have, you know, tens of thousands of people, maybe hundreds of thousands uh, voting and being, you know, having skin in the game and all these protocols and really pushing things forward. So that's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Um, uh, are there any DAOs that you're, you're pretty active in? I mean, you, you obviously mentioned uh, the central games, but are uh, Alchemix perhaps potentially, are there any other communities that you, you really like? Um, yeah, as far as activity, I'm definitely most active in Decentral Games' as DAO. Um, Alchemix, they haven't had too many votes yet, so I haven't really been able to kind of vote on anything yet. Um, what else? Pool Together, um, that's one. Uh, I believe I voted in the Ave liquidity incentive uh, program that they launched, but yeah, I'm not like crazy involved in DAOs yet. Like I said, it's going to be nice when, you know, they're there's a lot of people that can get involved but yeah yeah just just decentral games like the one i'm mainly involved in i want to say got you you seem to uh, be pretty interested in nfts uh you made several videos about them um what um are there any projects that you like or what about nfts um is attractive to you um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of projects. Um, I think Niftex, which is fractionalized ownership of NFTs, is awesome and very slept on. Uh, for example, there's one of 24 CryptoPunk apes on there, and you can literally buy one piece, one shard of that, and be a part owner in you know one of the you know most prestigious collections and pieces of that collection. So I actually own. Uh, a couple of pieces of that ape and i think that's awesome you can you can fractionalize everything and make get a lot of people involved right because only 24 people in the world can own an ape but with this like you can have hundreds or thousands of people <clears throat> have part of that and i think that's a slept on use case um but nfts i think art and that whole movement is the most boring uh, use case for NFTs, even though that's what everybody's flocking to right now. But there's just so many, you know, cooler use cases, I think, for NFTs. And Decentral Games really, really caught my attention with their, you know, how how they're innovating the NFT um, uses. For example, 
Um, they have their own wearables in Decentraland. Like, let's say they have like the DG um, tracksuit. And if you're wearing that in the game, which is an NFT in your wallet, right? But in the game, if it translates into like a tracksuit wearable, if you're wearing that, like any DG item while gambling, like you get a boost and you earn more DG tokens while gambling. So, you know, things like that is just the potential is, is limitless, essentially. Like um, they can create like a casino for CryptoPunk owners, uh, which is something I recently brought up. And if you have a CryptoPunk in your wallet, only then can you enter this casino, right? So accessibility um, and- yeah, High rollers is, only. Exactly, exactly. That's something I brought up and, you know, people were interested in, in that idea. So yeah, there's a lot of use cases for NFTs, man. <clears throat> this decentral gaming sounds pretty cool. The more you, the more you pitch it to me, the more I'm interested yeah. in, in jumping <laughs> on the metaverse here throwing some dice <laughs> yeah yeah no definitely do it man um go in there gamble for free like there's free play where you can just you know test it out spin roulette play blackjack and they're launching poker soon which i'm most excited for that's going to be awesome uh i would definitely because you you just have to try it out that's that's all i can say it, it'll it's it'll change the game for you so am, are, are you like you is do they have like some sort of like uh game mining like you, you earn their token if you just like participate like how how does how do you earn the DG um, token yeah so they announced so at launch they had like a emission schedule for that was directly for gambling so uh when you gamble you do get a small percentage uh in dg that you earn for like when you gamble real money uh, and that's an, obviously that's like going down over time, like the emission and how much you get, but it's still a cool bonus. Like um, when I gambled that $1,000 and played like blackjack and all that stuff, I think I earned like $50 in DG just, just by gambling, like doing nothing. So uh, it's cool. And it's obviously you can buy the D DG token on like Uniswap and stuff, and that's their governance token as well. So, Yeah. Do you get emissions? Is there like a, a revenue share? Um, not revenue share per se. Um, they do have their staking module. So in order to vote, you lock up your DG tokens and they're paying a decent APY for that. So uh, I think I'm earning like 35% APY on my DG just for having it in the staking module, which, you know, I'm keeping there anyway. Like I don't have anything that I'm using DG tokens for instead, except to vote. So, you know, that's growing over time. Um, and yeah. Very cool. Very cool. So, um, have you, have you dabbled any in, in like the, the real estate aspect? I, I know you mentioned that you can buy mm. a piece of the casino, but of course, uh, the idea of NFT real estate is, is, is bigger than that. Right. So, I mean, I know you have like yeah. a video, but what, what was your experience in, in that uh, aspect? Uh, I think it's really cool. I think it's really cool. Um, I don't, I wish, uh, you know, I'd gotten into the central games earlier because I definitely would have probably picked up uh, an, an NFT casino plot because that is revenue sharing, like I said, which is awesome, but you know, they're just, they're just really heavily priced right now. So, um, Maybe one day, one day, hopefully I can get in on that. But 
as far as just like Decentraland um, land parcels, uh, I'm, I've been thinking about picking one up, man. I think the floor is like three, four thousand dollars. So I wouldn't mind just owning one. Um, there's a lot of cool things you can do. You can build whatever you want, really. Um, and interestingly enough, like being a landowner in Decentraland gives you voting power in the Decentraland DAO. So, you know, it's it's cool to have like skin in the game and then you can build anything you can build, you know advertisement for people just whatever but i definitely want to have some skin in the game on that so probably soon i'll be picking up a dco a land parcel something that i thought would be cool is to host the podcast in the metaverse in mm. the meta. and so like you could have like a hall and yeah. i don't know you, you have this conversation you could go sit hang out get some drinks or something i thought that would be fun yeah. Yeah, I saw saw somebody uh, doing that actually on Twitter. Nice. They were having a talk in DCO. That's pretty neat. Um, it's interesting. I mean, I, I don't spend that much time uh, walking around. In, in um, I, I've actually never been to Decentraland. I don't think. Uh, definitely mm. crypto voxels. Um, mm -hmm. That's kind of like the the entry level one, I think. Um, mm -hmm. But um, yeah, definitely definitely should check that out. Yeah, not for sure. And I think everybody, like a lot of people, when they first like hop into Decentraland or crypto voxels, whatever, you know, they're like, okay, but like, where's the games? Like, you know, the graphics aren't the best. Uh, like, it's kind of slow. And I'm, I'm just like, this is not a game. Like, this is like 3D social media, like with ownership and NFTs. Like, this is not like a video game. This is a virtual world. So people get the that like that misconception. Like, this is much more than just a video game. And, you know, I think people will start to realize that, but that's that's a lot of people's first impression when they hop into any of these metaverses. Yeah, absolutely. That's uh, well, I'm just, another idea popped into my head. I like playing Magic the Gathering. So if they had like a, like a card game, like area, you come, you play, it's like, that would yeah. be pretty fun. I would definitely try. You know what I mean? Like, why not? <laughs> yeah, it's definitely possible. I mean, uh, we we're talking about at Decentral Games, like what games to add, and they could add like chess, all types of stuff. So the opportunities, man, are, are really endless. Uh, it's going to be fun, and it's so early. Like Decentraland launched like what a year ago or something. Like it's 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 super super early. Um, we're definitely like the early adopters, and it's only going to go up from here. <clears throat> So what are you planning with your channel? Do you have any, any, anything you could share with us an alpha leak for what's coming next for Chris K? Um, yeah, like I told you, I'm trying to like figure out the format. So um, I like the edutainment aspect where I'm like educating and entertaining at the same time. Um, I definitely want to like, there's so many founders and interesting people um, just to, you know, talk to, but I don't know if I want to make my channel, you know, take on both formats of like that and like a podcast type um, deal like you're doing, but I, I'm definitely interested in, in both. So um, I have to figure that out. I don't know if I want to make, you know, just a podcast for that stuff and then keep my channel, you know, the more uh, quick, easy, entertaining explanations and stuff. Um, I don't know. I don't know. There's just so much to cover in DeFi and I, I really, I'm taking it day by day, honestly. So I uh, definitely understand that. 
makes sense. It's, it's almost impossible to plan ahead too far in, in crypto. Yeah, so. yeah exactly. <laughs> you, you know, you know how it is. Like things yeah. change every hour, man. You go to the bathroom and like another protocol is up with like a billion dollars <laughs> locked. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. I definitely understand. Um, yeah, I just, uh, you know, I think you know, you know what you're doing. Uh, just keep on trying new things and you'll find your lane. Like, I feel like I don't even know what I'm doing because the, I do do like both the tutorial and the interview thing, but mm-hmm. even within the interviews, I, I don't know if there's like a, a feel yet, you know, uh, like a, yeah, yeah. a routine, you know what I mean? So still, I mean, it takes time. Yeah. You, yeah. You're going to figure it out. Like it's, it's all about like finding your voice and stuff, but also the thing you do, you do tutorials, right? Like DeFi tutorials. Yeah. Yeah. The thing is like with that, I want to do so many of those, but looking at like um, six month old ones or like a year ones from like a year ago, like UI and UX is changing. So like a lot of the times the comments are like, this is outdated. And that's what I'm scared of, like putting out a lot of content. And in a year, like the UX has changed, right? Or the UI and like there's different steps and like now what? So I think what I might do is move that stuff to let's do DeFi.com so I can like update it. like swap out videos or something but i don't know i'm definitely interested in like the tutorials and guides because there's just so much to cover um i don't know if i'm gonna put that on my channel or put it somewhere else but yeah definitely yeah um it's uh forget it six months a year oftentimes i make a video and then like i haven't posted it yet and already a week later like oh, it's already like slightly yeah out of date (laughs) yeah yeah damn yeah that's what i'm scared of too man i don't know i don't know yeah i I don't think you have anything to be scared of i mean but but you really you really invest a lot of time in each of your videos Mm -hmm. um for me i i don't invest as much in a particular video it's so it's it's kind of different like I also, oh, yeah, yeah, I, I also think like that's for, like a benefit for me because like things do move so fast. I don't need to like, like I can feel that I can do this like more quick and dirty style. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. I mean, since, since you're able to like do it on the fly, like one take it's you're way more dynamic than me probably in that sense. So yeah. Well, I don't know, more dynamic, but I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it as a compliment. <laughs> yeah. All right. So after after having the audience listen to this uh, conversation, how would you like them to take action? Um, I would say go to Let's Do DeFi and make a MetaMask wallet. Man, that's the first thing. And probably understand, like I said, what decentralization really means, like why we're why we're doing, you know, what we're doing in this space, like you know why we're on Ethereum, why people are paying the crazy fees when they're high like really understand why the whole movement is happening well could you maybe maybe say briefly why if you don't mind mm-hmm. um because you know over time te- technology like just removes the middleman like we've found out that middlemen are not necessary right um you know like when uber came along people started thinking like why did we have these big taxi corporations that are like taking most of the profits and, you know, not, you know, profit sharing when it could be direct to driver, right? Driver and 
rider can connect directly. Like, sure, there's Uber taking a cut, but they're providing a hell of a service. And, you know, I think historically, just middlemen just get taken out. And people love to ask, like, where do all these yields come from in DeFi? Like, this is a scam. And the answer is, it comes from the absence of bankers, right? Like, they're making so much money just being the middleman between lenders and borrowers and stuff. When you remove those and have something like Aave be the middleman, and it's a, just a decentralized protocol connecting borrower and lender anonymously, like there's way more money to go around, right? It's That's the power of peer-to-peer. -peer. Like, we can control our own finances and be our own bankers, you know, like a lot of people like to say. 100%, 100%. I like it a lot. I'm with you. I'm with yeah, you. Yeah. So what's the best way for people to get in touch with you? Um, probably Twitter or at the Chris, at the Chris K or just leave a comment on YouTube. I mean, I, I respond to like, almost all my comments to be honest but yeah twitter dm probably got you all right chris thank you very much for taking the time today it was a pleasure to speak of course to you. man and uh thanks for having me my pleasure i hope the channel continues to grow every day should be a, a 5k day <laughs> i wish that would be nice but yeah man uh Props to, to you for doing what you do, man, because people need that too. And a lot of people want to listen in on these conversations as well. And you're doing a great job. So thanks for having me on. No problem. Hope to talk to you again soon. Yes, sir.